Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Come on. I'll be seated at your feet to worship at your feet. I'll be right here at your feet. Jan, I love you. I need to check on you. I've been thinking about you. I'll be right here at your feet forever. Thank you, Lord. Seated at your feet to worship your feet. I'll be Call you this week. I'll be right. 
to worship, oh my God, be right Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. My God. Father God, thank you for unusual amounts of your glory. Father God, thank you for your peace. Thank you, Father God, for your grace. Thank you, Father God, for your mercy. Thank you, Father God, for your love. Thank you, Father God, for unusual amounts of your glory my god you just go ahead and be god today you just go ahead and be god today demonstrate your strength and demonstrate your power and demonstrate your peace and demonstrate your glory you just go right ahead today and be god we're going to take every limitation off of you we're going to take everything away from us that's distracting us and keeping us from experiencing more of you. You just go ahead and be God in our lives today. You just go ahead and be God in our marriages today. Heal and restore. Heal and restore. Heal and restore. My God, heal and restore. Heal and restore. Heal and restore, my God. <laughs> Heal and restore. Heal and restore. Heal and restore, my God. Heal and restore. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to give a scripture to my wives today and then I'll continue praying. I want this to be the peace that you meditate on today. This is First Peter 3 and 1. For those of you that have been looking for a scripture, um, that you've been looking for a scripture, here is the meditation. It's 1 Peter 3 and 1. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your husbands so that even if they refuse to believe the word, they will be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see, second verse, when they see your pure and reverent demeanor. Come on, y'all. When they see your pure and reverent demeanor, that's what's going to win them over. The third verse says, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair or gold jewelry or fine clothes, but from the inner disposition of your heart, this is the fourth verse, the unfading beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is precious in 
God's sight. For this is how holy women of the past adorned themselves. Woo! Come on, Holy Spirit. They put their hope in God and were submissive to their husbands. Come on now. Come on. Just as Sarah obeyed Abraham and called him Lord, you are her children. If you do what is right, I love how intentional God is. If you do what is right, <laughs> come on now. If you do what is right and refuse to give away to fear and refuse to refuse. So we thank you, Father God, for godly wives, my God, for godly wives who find their peace and their trust in you, for godly wives who will not, wives who will not be given over to fear, Lord God, for godly wives who will not try to lord over their husbands, Father God, for godly wives who will not try to beat them up in the word, but godly wives, Father God, that will put their hope, put their trust in you. My God, that is so powerful. Father God, we thank you for restoring marriages through godly wives. And I know some of you are like, why am I always got to be the person to do the right thing? My God, you're going to do the right thing because you're supposed to do the right thing. You're going to be the godly wife and you're going to win him over. It's not your physical adornment. Like if I had to break that down and <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say it. And LMJ vernacular, you ain't got to. You ain't got to turn no tricks. You ain't got to flip nothing over. You ain't got to perform. You ain't got to argue. You ain't got to fight. All you got to do is submit this thing and let the reverence of the Lord begin to transform your husband. You ain't got to, it ain't about this outer exterior. That's like the, that's like the nightcap. That's like the, the icing, the cake already baked, baby. The cake has been baked in the word. Your physical, your physical adornment is like the icing on the cake, right? The icing on the cake. But if we apply and liberally use the word of God in our marriages, my God, our marriages will be transformed right before our eyes. And remember, remember it internally, spiritually things happen before you may see them physically. So trust that the word is the word is the word. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you. You are restoring marriages. I thank you for godly wives that honor you and that trust you. I drive out all manner of fear. I drive out all manner of complacency that's come to their marriage. And I thank you, Father God, that they recognize and realize today that the word works. Have your peace on this devotional today. Have your peace in, your, in our minds today. Let us experience unusual amounts of your glory. Let us experience you as healer. My God. Who is it that's been suffering from headaches today? Let me stand in the gap for you. Reoccurring headaches. You keep having headaches. My God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we cancel the assignments off of their lives. We speak, Father God, to their bodies. We thank you. You were wounded for their transgressions. My God, bruised for their iniquities and chastised for their peace. 
as they bring this infirmity to the elders. Even though we cannot lay hands on the sick, we decree and declare, Father God, in the name of Jesus, by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. Whoever this is, you've been feeling the pressure behind your eyes as well. So, Father God, we thank you. You are clearing and cleansing their, their sinus cavities right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel the assignment of sinus pressure, my God, from behind their eyes. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. So, whoever that is that's been uh, suffering from headaches and feeling that pressure behind your eyes, take that by faith today. Take the word by faith today and receive that by faith. Headache be gone in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive the healing power. Receive who God is. He is such a restorer. He is such a healer. If you know that's you, you know how intentional he is with you. I don't have a headache this morning, so we thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to us today. We cast out all fear. Let me take authority over fear right now. For those of you that have been dealing with fear from the vaccine, um, feeling like you want to take it, whatever your decision is, I'm not advocating here or there. I'm saying to you, no matter what, you should still not be fearful. You should not be fearful. So we drive out all manner of fear in relationship to this vaccine, in relationship to COVID. We cancel the assignments of fear right now in the name of Jesus. We do not make fear-based decisions. We make decisions based on the word of God. That is why we make decisions. We make decisions based on the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And I hear the Lord saying, I need to be obedient. For those of you that have been dealing with sinus, um, that drink more water. <laughs> like I hear the Holy Spirit those of you that's been dealing with the eye pressure and sinus issues, you need to increase your water intake. Um, do that in the natural as well so that that can combat. That can combat it. Increase your water intake. Get your water intake up. Father God, we just thank you for visiting us this morning. We thank you, Father God, for the word of knowledge. We thank you, Father God, for a word of wisdom. We thank you, Father God, that the gifts are made room for here. My God, for Jesus' sake, we thank you, Lord God, as you manifest daily in our lives, that you receive all, my God, that we receive your peace, that we receive wisdom, that we receive supernatural knowledge, my God, we thank you. Let me pray over businesses this morning as well. If you are a business owner, if you are um, a, an employer, if you are a business owner, if you are someone who owns their own business, I want to stand with you for your business right now in the name of Jesus. If you have children who have businesses and they're not on here, just stand in proxy for them. My son Josiah has a business. Um, Judah is the business. Um, my other sons are entrepreneurs. And so I just want to stand for your business right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for these businesses. We thank you for creative ideas and witty inventions. We thank you, Father God, for clientele. We thank you, Father God, for clientele. We thank you, Father God, for the resources. We thank you, Father God, that we will not have to fall into diverse temptations. Like we won't have to fall for tracks and tricks. 
We thank you, Lord God, that we are seeking your face for every decision that we are dedicating and honoring our businesses. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit being evident in our businesses. We thank you for our customers, Lord God. We thank you for increasing our businesses. We thank you, Father God, that even as our businesses grow, that we will not, we will not, we will not put you out of position. We thank you, Lord God, that you'll get the first fruit of our time. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you'll get the first fruit of our time. We thank you that we'll keep our eyes on you. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not believe everything. It doesn't matter who else is doing something, what seems successful. We will not lean into our own understanding for our businesses. And we thank you, Lord God, for the glory being revealed and that we remain steadfast and we will not operate with dishonest scales, Lord God, that your power and your evidence will be seen on our business, that we will operate in a standard of excellence on our business, Lord God. We will not post things that do not glorify you. We will seek out help. We will believe you for the resources for marketing and for media, Lord God. We will thank, we thank you for websites that glorify you. We just thank you for businesses done at another level because these businesses are associated with kingdom, Lord God. We will, we will not cheat our clients. We will not open the eyes of our understanding. Show us the way. Show us expansion. Show us increase, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, and dedicate our businesses to you. My God, that's it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, if you have never, I'm just going to tell you how I, everything starts with a seed. If you have never sown a seed for your business, if I were you, I would just sow, I would plant a seed and dedicate that seed and set that, especially for my new entrepreneurs, and set that seed aside and say, you know what, I'm sowing this seed on behalf of my business. I'm planting something into the kingdom for my business. Well, remember, every seed reproduces after its own um, every scene, I wish I could tell you all the supernatural things that occur in this ministry and occur in my life. And I know it's because kingdom is in my stuff. Kingdom is in my business. Kingdom is in this ministry. Kingdom is in my life. Everybody that started this out with you will tell you. Tell, I feel like my son has a rap line. We started with a $50 mic in the closet. Like how we started and how much everything has grown. I live by every word that proceeds out of God's mouth in my seed. Man shall not live by bread alone. <laughs> we shall not live by bread alone. So I hope you receive this word by faith today. And if you never sow the seed for your business, sow a seed. Plant a seed for your business. Yes, Jess is over here posting how we started was supernatural. Nothing we did in this ministry ever made sense to us, to anyone else. But we listened for the sound of God and we followed his voice. And as we approach, um, like I so much with visions and stuff, as we approach the thousandth devotional, as we um, see um, the, the souls being saved and everything else is just evidence. Remember this. Remember this. I'll say LMJ said this to me, healthy things grow, business, healthy things grow. So if your business ever looks like it's in a dead spot, you need to begin. Don't try to perform tricks to make it work. You need to begin to seek the face of the Lord and ask the Lord, what has me stopped? What has me stuck? 
Am I in a bad transaction? Have I cut a contract with someone that I don't have any business cutting a contract with? Because see, sometimes people got bad stuff on them and you make partnership with them and, and you don't need to even be partnering with that person. You need to be seeking the face of God to find out even if this is a partnership, if this is a relationship I'm supposed to be entering into. We don't spend enough time at covenant because that relationship becomes covenant. Can I just give you this real quick and then we're gonna I'm gonna give you some more word. Um when Abram Abram left, he was not supposed to um take anyone with them, right? And I truly believe the arguments, all the fights they were seeing as they were growing, right? Because because they had a covenant, they had a covenant relationship that was cause, causing strife between them. And so we have to recognize the covenant relationships that we're tied to begin to ask the Holy Spirit, is this a relationship that I'm even supposed to be tied into? Every time somebody comes to you, doesn't mean that you're supposed to connect with that person, that you're supposed to deal, deal with that person. All expansion isn't good growth. All expansion isn't good growth. Healthy things grow. Healthy relationships grow. Healthy ministries grow. Healthy business grows. And if they're not growing, then we need to give the Holy Spirit permission, the Father permission to prune us, to prune the business, to teach us how to look deeper into the business, to, to teach, us, teach us how to look at things, to repent for things that we may have done that the Lord never asked us to do. Um, I've had to do that uh, multiple multiple times so i just want to give you that today so um thank you for your word thank you for your wisdom wisdom <laughs> thank you father god for understanding thank you for keeping us rightly dividedly and lined with you um in jesus name amen so i want to um i want to go back over to exodus i told you guys for a while there's been something that is um been stewing in me and uh, that I've been meditating on. I, okay. Yeah, Father, I want to, I want to, I think that it, these are the things that begin to take us and transform our prayers and transform who we are. Um, and that we begin, mm -hmm, um, okay. And, and that we begin to um, pray the way that God intended us to pray. Remember, this is the year of intimacy for us. Somebody type that in your notes. This is a year for intimacy for me. This is a year for intimacy in my relationship with God. This is the year that my relationship with God is going to grow. One of my um, daughters messaged me yesterday, and it was so powerful to read her text message to me. She was talking about her relationship with God, and she was asking me, she was like, Mom, and when I say daughters, I don't have any physical birth daughters, but these are my daughters that I've just adopted, and they've adopted me. Um, she was saying to me yesterday, she said, Mom, I've watched my relationship grow with Christ. It's so childlike. She said, but it only, it didn't start until I was 2018. Like I had been on the, I had been on, on my aunt's. Let me, so let me back it up. She asked me, what was your relationship like when you were my age? And I began to explain to her that I have, I've been in church all my life. I told y'all that um, my preachiversary, as they say, actually is coming up in March. I've been licensed in ministry for like 20 years. And the only reason I'm giving you these stats is to help you understand um, growth in God looks different, right? If I thought those numbers determined 
where I was, I would have missed the opportunity to grow in my relationship with God right now. Like I would have missed if I would have thought, because sometimes we'll be like, oh, I've been saved all my life. Oh, I've been in church all my life. Like that's our attitude. Well, when we have an attitude like that, what happens is it hinders us and it limits us from pressing and pushing into the more of God. So let, so she texts me. She said, what was your relationship like? And I began to describe to her and tell her that I was... I was growing, but I was not where I was. In all actuality, my intimacy with God really began almost seven years ago, and here's why. And I was sitting in the car with Josiah, and he said it best. We were just dialoguing back and forth, and we were just talking about how my husband's death still got glory. It's still getting glory. And he says to me, he says, Mother, if dad was still here, I think we would be riding the backs of his relationship with God y'all come on come on come on come on come on this gonna help somebody today he said she said he said i think we would still be riding the backs of our relationship i still think we would be riding on dad's relationship with god if dad was still here we would still even though spiritual head even though that no we will be riding on the backs of god if if dad if dad was still here we would not be in this place of intimacy we would not be face to face with god because we would be riding on dad's relationship with god and i told him he's absolutely right and i told her that i said i was riding on the relationship with my husband it wasn't that i didn't know um that's why that's why my my desire is always for your intimate relationship with god not your not my relationship with god i'm just leading you to the water I, you got to drink right you got a drink and so i'm just sitting there looking at josiah and i say you're absolutely right we would have we would have we would have been seeking we would have been doing and a sign a telltale sign come on holy spirit you lead this thing a telltale sign that it's not our own personal intimacy is what happens um when um, the person that we've been riding on or the person that we've been counting on leaves or, ha or something happens or something triggers the relationship. So can I just be, Aunt Holy Spirit, you're going to just set this right up. I hear you. I see you. So, so when she was explaining to me, she said, I get it. She said, I was the same way. Like I was the same way. I did things because my aunt, she said it wasn't until 2018 that I entered into this childlike relationship. And I am just amazed and discovering God. I'm just amazed in who is. So go back to what I showed you. Remember? Remember, we were looking at a period in a place and I had read to you where the children of Israel, come on, Holy Spirit, where the children, remember, this is intimacy. This is an intimate relationship with God. This is our focus this year, how to come into deeper levels of intimacy with God. We already built the altar. At the altar, he's been tearing down, dealing with the layers, dealing with ourselves, right? De de dealing with ourselves, going. So no, it's intimate. It's the intimate. It's an intimate relationship with God. Can I tell you something, Michelle? Show them. Show, show them. Show, show them. Can I tell you something, sister? Show them. Don't say another word. Show them. Show them. Show them what it looks like, right? Um, show them what it looks like. That's what's going to transform and change their life. So 
as we go back over and we were in Exodus and we were seeing and we were talking about the golden calf. Now the children of Israel had already been delivered. Like they had already been delivered. They had already set free. God had already had promises for them. He had already told them, you're going to be, I'm going to be like the pillar of the cloud. I'm going to be behind you. I'm going to be your rear guard. I'm going to do absolutely everything. Like everything, like everything. I'm going to do absolutely everything for you. He had already told them that. And then Moses had gone to the mountaintop to press into a more intimate relationship with God. Moses had went to the mountain. Yep, he was their leader. Yep, he was their deliverer. Yep, God had assigned him and sent them to be in position, right? But clear evidence that there was a, a problem in their position, in their intimacy, is in 32, Exodus 32. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, see, they were in a rush. <laughs> they were um, confused. They were, um, they, 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 in the, in asking Aaron, come on now, in asking Aaron to build them, um, build their calf, to build them a golden cow, it revealed their unfaithfulness. It revealed their unfaithfulness, not to Moses. I'm not going to, I forgot. It revealed their unfaithfulness to God. <laughs> Come on now. It revealed their unfaithfulness to God, right? They broke their promise to obey God so quickly. They broke their promise to obey God so, so quickly. They did it so quickly when they felt like things were not moving in their time, when they felt like things were not being manifested in their time. They broke their promise to God so quickly. They quickly, that's what the word says. This is the eighth verse. Let me back up. Let me back up. So they begin to build this molten God. They begin to build this false God. And I'm just telling you, evidence of where you are in pressure and struggle, um, whatever you do when the pressure arises, um, demonstrates really where you are in God. Whatever you run to, whatever you seek out, how close you allow God to come to you, how close you allow God to come to you, even when you're broken, even when you're caught in sin. We just did, I feel like we just did a hell, a whole 12-week course on repentance. Like we just did a whole 12-week course on how to repent to God, on how to, even when we like the sin, on the things that we need to pray and say to God. So here we are. Let me read this. It says, so they go and they build this molten calf, even though the finger of God, even though God had been evident, even though they watched the, the, the a miracle occur, the miracle occur at the Red Sea, even though they watched the waters part, the walls, everything stop, even though they saw all the motion of absolutely everything, they still returned. Ah, God, to what they were comfortable with. They still returned to, to what they thought was safe. So clearly evident they didn't trust God. I, I'm just, I'm just clearly, and I'm just going to be real, real. When my husband died, we lost our minds. I wish I could tell you I was that saved. I'm just going to be real. When my husband died, we lost our minds. I wish I could tell you. I was dead saved. I wish I could tell you. I just turned to the Lord and worshiped the Lord through my whole grieving process. I will be lying to you 
if I did. So I will be lying to you if I did. So the evidence of what was into me, the, le the level of intimacy with my relationship with God was tested and challenged at the time. My God, that my husband was with him. So let me see. Let me read this. It says in 32 in the sixth verse, they've done all this. They've made the golden rings. Then this is the Lord speaking to Moses. He says, then Lord said to Moses, go down at once for your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. No, nah, no, 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 no excuses. Excuse me. Well, make no excuses. <laughs> you brought up from the land of Egypt has corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Now they know doggone well that no calf had delivered them out of Egypt, yet they were returning to vomit. They were returning to what they were comfortable with. They were returning to vices. They were returning to self. Come on now, Kelly. Dealing with the distractions and the excuses. They were returning. It was evidence that they knew God's acts. That's scriptural. They knew God's acts, but they did not understand his ways. And they thought the delay of Moses was the denial of God. So they returned back to what they thought would deliver them. They returned back. It was evident. It was evident. They knew, they knew his acts. They didn't know his ways. And they thought the delay, they thought because Moses hadn't come down with more instructions, they thought because they hadn't seen Moses' face yet, that God was denying them. So they returned back to an idol. They returned back to a God. It says they have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I've seen this people that's seen this people. And I'm going to be honest with you. In intimacy, it gets hard because it reveals who you really are. It, it's not easy. It's not an easy process when the word begins to reveal to you your idols. When the word begins to reveal to you the things that are in you that do not line up with the kingdom of God. It is very uncomfortable when it's being flushed up, when it's being shifted, when it's being shaken. It's a very, it's very, very, very uncomfortable. He says, the Lord says to Moses, I've seen this people and behold, they are stiff-necked, <laughs> stubborn, and rebellious. Now, therefore, let me alone. <laughs> this is what he's saying. Because Moses, I'm pretty sure, is trying to wait, 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 God. Because actually, God said, I'll wipe them. He said, I'll wipe them all out and start over. That's how frustrated he was. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll wipe them all out and start over. He says, now, therefore, let me alone. <laughs> And do not interfere so that my anger may burn against them and I may be destroy them and I will make of you descendants of great nation. We're going to pause right there. He's like, I'll wipe. I got something for you. <laughs> I love God. He said, I'll wipe them all out and start over. So basically, so this, so this is why. 
we are approaching God and we're going to find out what Moses was asking God for when he was asking him to show him his glory. See, Moses had been face to face with God and it brought him to a depth, to a, a, a un unlimited potential for intimacy. Well, the only way you're going to reach this unlimited potential for intimacy, intimacy is through the word of God. You have first got to recognize even your need for it. See, you gotta under you you've got to even first recognize your need for it. Romans 12 and 1. And I'm getting ready to end here. I'm wrapping this up right here. You got to even begin to acknowledge that you have a problem. You've got to begin to even acknowledge that there are other gods. You've got to ask the Holy Spirit to even reveal to you what those gods are. You've got to see yourself in the place of the Israelites and ask yourself, every time I'm in a trouble spot, what do I return to? What, what do I return to when, when, when I'm in a trouble spot? Because whatsoever a man thinketh, come on, y'all, whatsoever a man thinketh, Whatever I meditate on day and night becomes my laws. Why, God, whatever I meditate on day and night becomes my laws, becomes my truth. So whatever a man thinketh, whatever a woman thinketh, so she is. Whatever I run to when there's a pressure spot, when there's trouble, becomes my God. It becomes my answer. And so I have to, I have to look at this place in the Bible. I have to circle this spot and ask, what in my life do I quickly return to when I feel like you're delayed, God? Oh, my God. What, what do I... Quick, what vice, what, what, how do I lean, trust, not, trust the Lord with all the heart, lean not an, into my own understanding, in all my ways acknowledge him, what do I lean into, what do I lean into when I feel like you're delayed, what do I lean into, because whatever I meditate on becomes my law, whatever I meditate on becomes my truth. My God, whatever I set in what do I lean? What do I lean? What do I lean into when I'm in trouble? What do I lean into when I'm facing adversity? What do I lean into when it looks like the prayers aren't being answered? What do I lean into when it looks like the arguments are still happening? What do I lean into when I walk into the drugs? What do I lean into when I catch them in the act of sex? What do I lean into when the sexual immorality is right in my face? What do I lean into when my bank account is in the negative? What do I lean into? What am I trusting? My God, more than God. Because once I can identify it, then I can begin to ask for help. Oh, come on, y'all. Once I identify it, once I identify what the problem is, then I can begin to ask for help.
clearly we see the children of Israel are not dependent upon God. They don't trust God. They don't know his ways. They don't understand who God is. They haven't recognized him as protector. They don't know him as healer. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be real honest this morning. They haven't even allowed him to be God. Come on. Come on. They have not even allowed him to be God. So let me give you this. Romans 12. This is how we build the intimacy. This is why praying the word is so important. Right? This is, this is, this is why. This is why. This is why we find. What, what do we run? What do we lean into? It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. Come on now. There's not, nothing. Can I tell you something? Everything else beside God is a trap. Nothing else is going to extend mercy. Come on now. Nothing else is going to extend grace. Nothing else is going to extend peace. Nothing else is going to extend love. Nothing else is going to extend comfort. Nothing else is going to extend what you need. Nothing else is going to extend salvation. So it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies. If I'm going to become intimate with God, woo, come on now, come on now. If I'm going to become intimate with God, if I'm really going to become intimate with God, this is where we're going to end this morning. If I'm really going to become intimate with God, I need you to hear me on this. Then I'm going to have to present my body. Woo, I'm, I'm going to have to present my body. I need you to hear me in this. Not your toe. Not, not a part of your life. Not you hiding behind your mama's faith. You, not your mama. Not your mom. Not, if I'm going to do this. If I'm going to become intimate. If I'm going to go to the next level. If I'm going to experience God in a whole new position. In a whole new place. <laughs> I'm going to have to present my body as a living sacrifice. Come on, y'all. I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to take input. I'm going to have to put it all on the altar this time. I cannot afford, I cannot afford to do anything else. He says, therefore, I urge you. This is an urgency. This is an all-call system. This is an emergency broadcast blast out. I'm sending an all-call system to tell you it's urgent, to tell you it's important, to tell you it's necessary. I'm telling you, run to the altar. I'm, this, is an all, this is an emergency. This is an announcement of the emergency broadcast system. I urge you, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, my God, to present, to dedicate, come on now, all of yourselves, to set yourself apart as a living sacrifice, holy, come on now, well-pleasing to God, which is rational. My God, everything you've done, else you've done up to this point has been irrational. This thing that you're going to do today is going to become rational. You're not going to rationalize why you can't. You're going to find the necessity in the mercies of God to figure out why you can. I'm going to set my
myself apart as a living sacrifice, holy, well-pleasing to God, which is my rational, my logical, my intelligent act of worship. <laughs> That's my act of worship. So if I'm going to worship him with my hands, I'm going to worship him with my body. If I'm going to worship him, I'm going to worship him in my mind. If I'm going to worship him, I'm going to worship him in spirit and in truth. My God. And I'm going to present myself. My God is a living sacrifice. Let me part to it. And we're going to end right here. And do not be conformed. Come on, y'all. To this world any longer is superficial values. It's customs. Do not be conformed even to your mama faith. Do not follow a man. Follow God. Come on now. Do not follow a man. Follow God. It says any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature, mature spiritually. As you mature spiritually, as you get more word in you by the renewing of your mind, focusing, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove to yourself what the will of God is. The will of God for your life is in the word. The will of God for your life is in the intimate relationship you build with him. This is good to God. This is acceptable. This is perfect. And this is his plan. And this is his purpose for you. My God. That's it. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for revealing yourself to us in the word. We thank you, Father God, that we come in, we're coming to new heights and to new levels in you. And even when it looks like you are delayed in answering us, Lord God, we will not run back to idols. We will not run back to calves. We will not run to men. Reveal to us anything in our lives, Lord God, in which we have dishonored you, in which we have placed in the place of you. Holy Spirit, do a greater work inside of us. My God, so we can come into the knowledge of who we are in Jesus Christ. My God, my God, so we can come into the knowledge of who we are in Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you for the word. I thank you for the word. I hope you take your memorial stone. I made a post today that it's time for us to bury some things. It's time for you to bury the things that's been interfering with your relationship with God. It's time for you to present your body as a living sacrifice. It's time for you to lay it all on the altar. Father God, we thank you for your wisdom today. We will not follow man, but we will follow you. We will not follow man, but we will follow you. Two things. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. <laughs> this is your hour. This is where it begins. This is what transform. I, I, since I, I decided to follow Jesus, can I tell you something? My life has never been the same. My life, as a matter of fact, has gotten so much better. So I want you to repeat this after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Can we make a fresh commitment today? Father God, in the name of Jesus. Now, now say it if you mean it. <laughs> we make a fresh commitment to lay ourselves on the altar 
to become pleasing and acceptable to you. Holy Spirit, teach us how. My God, remove the obstacles, remove the distractions. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all so much. The second thing is, if the Lord places it on your heart to partner in this ministry to sow a seed, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can plant it right there. Or you can cash up us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. There is a strong anointing on this devotional today. My God, it is my prayer that you plant. My God, it is my prayer that you plant. I thank you for the grace of God being revealed in your life today. Now, let me give you the priestly blessing today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I think I saw someone on Instagram ask about ladies Bible study. Send us, send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. It is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. It is well in my soul. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God. My God. Okay, Holy Spirit. I just decree and declare breakthroughs. My God. Breakthroughs. Breakthroughs. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.